all right so it's a month of evangelism and uh, visitation and follow-up we want to be sharing something i've entitled this is my story this is my story hallelujah i am not going to be sharing my story if you are thinking that i'm going to be sharing a story of myself no but the title of what i'm sharing tonight is this is my story hallelujah every believer every child of god has a personal story we have different stories of how we came to christ different people across the world have different encounters with god which led to their conversion and we all came to know god in a personal way in life-changing ways in different approaches for some god appeared to them in the middle of the night for some they heard the, the voice of god expressly for some they were in a very bad situation and god rescued them and out of that they committed or they devoted themselves to him for some people they were caught up in their bad habits whatever the situation may be for some they grew up in church not knowing that they were not born again until one day a scale fell, fell off their eyes and then they came to the saving knowledge of christ whatever your situation may be whatever your story may be god desires to use your story as a tool to to win other people god desires to use our stories as a weapon of evangelism god desires to use your personal testimony as a tool of spreading the gospel of jesus christ in a personal way the reason why this is a very important or a very powerful tool in evangelism is because it is personal and when it is personal you don't have to memorize any bible verses you don't have to crunch up things in your head to be able to tell it correctly it is more of a conversation the more you converse with a person you share your story with people and let them see jesus christ by your story let them come to the saving knowledge of christ by your story you may be saying that oh you don't have any any spectacular experience or you didn't have any special experience per se but god is still interested in using your very simple story in reaching out to the lost then another reason why it is very important for us to use our personal testimonies or our personal stories of how we came to christ to reach out to the lost is because no one can dispute it it is not arguable it is you alone who understands what happened to you and how you went up it so there is no fear of someone disputing what you are saying or like when you are trying to preach a sermon a regular sermon where people may have different understandings or where you may be lacking in a certain level of revelation to be able to unpack the full truth of what you are trying to put across the personal testimony has nothing like that it is your story and it shades your way as you are led by the spirit and it is very powerful because most people who may be antagonistic to regular sermons about jesus christ don't care or don't mind listening to an interesting story you know everybody has this tendency to listen to stories no matter how long or short or how boring it may be people have the tendency to listen to stories rather than listen to a 70 minutes or a 60 minutes sermon hallelujah and it is very powerful because people respond to your personal life stories it makes them relate with you it doesn't put you on a different pedestal you know most of the times when you stand to preach from a pulpit people see you as a different 
human being altogether. They see you like a superman. They will want to relate with you on a different level. They think that you cannot be touched with their level of infirmity or with their level of difficulty or whatever they are going through. They see you to be on a different pedestal altogether. But when you come down to people's level and share your personal stories or share your testimony about how you became born again or about how God is taking you through a lot of things, people come to realize that they are not alone. They come to realize that you are human as well and then you are able to understand their story or understand whatever they are going through. So don't take it lightly at all that Christ Jesus took you through an experience before you became born again. It is a powerful tool for evangelism. Can we see an example of a situation where somebody shared a testimony in winning the lost? Let's go to the book of John. John chapter 4, John chapter 4, the story of Jesus Christ and the woman at the well. So we know we are quite familiar with the story of how Jesus Christ met with this Samaritan woman at the well. After a very long morning, the disciples went out into the city to get something for them to eat. Jesus Christ was waiting at the well, Jacob's well, and then this woman came. She had a story before she met Jesus Christ. And the story was very simple. It had been a story of lack of satisfaction, dissatisfaction. And Jesus Christ said that this woman had been with five husbands. She had been married five times before. She had tried to drink from the well of men. She has tried to drink from the well of things that do not satisfy. And then she met Jesus. And even as at the time that she met Jesus, the one who she was with was not even the husband. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ met this woman. This woman had a story before she met Jesus Christ. She had a story before she met Jesus Christ. And then upon an encounter with Jesus Christ, her life became a different thing altogether that was not the end of the story we get to understand by the scriptures that she went into the city after she encountered jesus christ and she she perceived that jesus christ was a prophet because jesus christ has spoken exactly what was going on in her life this woman ran back into the city and went to tell the men of the city that she had met a certain man who had told her all that she has gone through so this this woman went now back into the city before this time she was known in the city as the woman who had five husbands and then was living with a different person she had a different testimony altogether but she went to meet with jesus she now went with a different testimony and spoke to the people telling them that she has met someone she has encountered jesus christ in a different way and then this man has been able to tell her all that she has done or all that she has been doing what a powerful testimony and interestingly the bible says that all the men in the city believed on this woman they believed what the woman said they believed that this woman indeed had met with jesus so she went with a testimony a personal testimony of how she encountered a certain man who had told her all that she has done and a certain man who has been able to reveal the deepest things of her heart and this man has offered her the water of life because in this encounter jesus christ said that if you had known he who it is who has asked you 
for water you would have asked of him and he would have given you rivers of living waters waters that will never run dry waters that you drink and never be thirsty again so jesus christ met with the woman or the woman encountered jesus christ and was able to receive the light of the gospel and now she carried this message this is her story she went into the city and literally said to the people this is my story this afternoon around 12 o'clock i went to the well to draw water and i met with a certain man i met with jesus christ that was all what she knew she didn't know any scriptures to go and explain anything to the people she didn't have any knowledge of homiletics and the art of preaching she didn't know anything about hermeneutics and the law of interpretation of scriptures she didn't know anything about the pentateuch she didn't know anything about the mosaic law she didn't know anything about the law of cleansing she didn't know anything about anything all she knew was that she had the story this is my story she went to the city and said this is my story and god used her story of how she encountered jesus christ as a tool to bring many people to christ hallelujah listen to this listen to this verse 39 of john chapter 4 verse 39 of john chapter 4 it says that and many of the samaritans of that city believed on him that is believed on jesus because of the saying of the woman which testified he told me all that i ever did this is a wonderful scripture it says and many of the samaritans of that city they believed on jesus christ because of the testimony of the woman hallelujah so irrespective of how the past could have been jesus christ is able to cash in on your experiences of the past and your encounter with him to bring many unto him so verse 40 says that so when the samaritans were come unto him they besought him saying that he should tarry with them and he abode there two days and because of the testimony of this woman the personal testimony of this woman not only did many samaritans believe on jesus christ they also requested that jesus christ should come into the city of samaria and abide with them for two whole days so this woman had not only brought revival to town she had brought the one who was the revival himself into town by her testimony she had not only brought people to christ jesus she has now actually taken jesus christ from the well to the city for all to see and when you continue verse 41 and verse 42 all the way listen to what it says and the bible says that jesus abode with them for two days and then and many more believed of his own word so initially the people believed in christ jesus because of her testimony because of her story and now when jesus christ went to the city to go and minister to the people the people now believed in jesus christ because of his word so the testimony of one woman opened the city of samaria up for a revival the testimony of one woman the story of one person opened up the city of samaria for jesus christ's ministry so it was like the whole city of samaria was a very strong hole of the enemy but by the personal story of one woman by the encounter of one woman the whole city was opened up for the ministry of the word hallelujah so it tells us how powerful personal testimonies are as tools for evangelism hallelujah let's continue 
let's continue now how can you use your personal testimony how can you use your personal testimony as a tool how can you use your personal testimony as a tool but before we even go there let's take another scripture in john chapter 9 verse 25 concerning how powerful personal testimonies can be verse uh, 25 of john chapter 9 he answered and said whether he be a sinner or not i know not but one thing i know that whereas i was blind now i see verse 25 so before this particular proclamation by a man who was once blind this man was blind and encountered jesus christ for many people who were once blind spiritually blind and encountered jesus you may be in this category but this man was physically blind and this blindness is also representative of multitudes who are spiritually blind and he met with jesus and upon that encounter with jesus christ his eyes were opened and then he could now see in other words once a person was spiritually blind encountered jesus christ and the person's eyes are now opened and this person or this man was being questioned and people were trying to shut him up people were trying to to question him how sure are you? this man that you met is not is not a sinner how sure are you and people were raising a lot of concerns especially in this our times where there is a lot of concern about preaching when you are preaching people are asking many questions projecting a lot of things and this man said that as for him he cannot explain whether the man he encountered was a sinner or not he couldn't say anything much he didn't have basic preaching skills he didn't have basic homiletical skills but all that he knew was that he had a testimony he said this is my story then he said to give them again and said this is my story initially i was blind but now i can see what a powerful testimony what a powerful testimony what a powerful testimony and we also have our own stories that we can use or that we can present to god to use as a tool for us to be able to reach the world and also to be able to win the lost in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 jesus christ said that you shall receive power after the holy spirit is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me a witness is someone who is giving a testimony of what they have seen and encountered so jesus christ was saying that we shall receive power after the holy spirit is come upon us so that we will go and be eating pizza and eating banquet and sleeping no that is not what the bible says the bible says here that so that you will become witnesses unto me you will become my witnesses and over here a witness is somebody who has seen or experienced something it's like somebody who has been able to experience god in a certain way by which they may not necessarily be able to explain the intricacies of it or whether they deserve the, the visitation or not but they know one thing for sure they are able to say that this is my story this is what i experienced this is what i went through before i was blind but now i see hallelujah so to be witnesses as in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 is a call for us to be people who share testimonies 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 hallelujah time will not even permit me to talk about the testimonies of paul the testimonies of paul you can write the scriptures down and go and read them 
Acts chapter 24 verse 10 to 21. Acts 24 verse 10 to 21. You can read about Paul's testimonies over there in Acts chapter 9. The whole of Acts chapter 9. The whole of Acts chapter 22 and 26. Basically what Paul was doing was that he was sharing testimonies. He was talking about his encounters. He was talking about his encounters unto the people. Okay, so how can you share or use your personal testimony as a tool for evangelism? Now, the first thing you have to understand is that if you are going to be sharing your testimony, present it as brief as possible. This is not a sermon. This is a conversation you are having. You know, what makes a personal testimony powerful is that you can be conversing about normal things you can be conversing about football or talking about how lectures is going or you could even be conversing about a beloved or conversing about a lot of things many other things other than the gospel but you can quickly chip in a personal testimony and present christ onto an individual within the space of three to five minutes so it, it shouldn't be very long this is not the time for you to be expressing your knowledge of Christian jargons. When you are sharing a personal testimony with the hope of winning a soul, this is not the time for you to be talking about Christian jargons and presenting long stories of the Bible. Remember, the basic thing when you are using personal testimony is this is my story. This is not the story of Peter in the Bible. This is not the story of Paul the Apostle. This is not the story of Jeremiah or Zachariah. It is not the story of anybody else. It is your story. It is your story. Keep it as brief and as clear as possible. It is even recommended that when you are sharing a personal testimony, it shouldn't even go beyond five minutes. It shouldn't go beyond five minutes. Avoid unnecessary details. For some people, when they, are, when they are sharing their testimonies, they talk about the time that they slept and woke up. Let's say the person encountered Jesus Christ or something happened and out of that they encountered Jesus Christ. They begin the event from two years ago. How things happened to them two years ago, last year. And then by the time they get to the main point, by the time they get to the main dish, the person they are presenting the story to is bored or the person is no longer interested. They want to follow a strict procedure, like they are writing an essay or they are composing a sermon. So they have an introduction, they have the body, then under the body they have seven points, then after the body they do conclusion. Hey, what a shock. In the space of five to ten minutes, you should be able to share a personal testimony and present Christ to a person. So the first thing you have to note is that you have to be brief as possible. And you have to be concise in your presentation. Then the next thing you have to also understand is that your testimony should be clear. Your testimony should be clear. It shouldn't be filled with so much religious language that might confuse non-believers. Non-believers don't necessarily understand our Christian jargons and our Christian language. So come as clear as possible and present yourself in a very clear language so that the person can be able to follow along whilst you share the testimony remember you are not preaching when you are sharing a testimony it's like you are making a recommendation to a friend hallelujah you are making let, let me put it that way you are making a certain recommendation to a friend 
So there's no long talk about this thing and be clear as possible so that the person will be able to understand the recommendation that you are presenting to the person. Then another thing is also important, which is that you have to ensure that you are not exalting yourself in presenting your personal testimony. Remember that you are supposed to preach Christ Jesus, preach the word. Christ Jesus should be the center of your personal testimony. If your testimony does not involve Jesus Christ saving your soul, or it doesn't involve Jesus Christ doing something amazing in your life that has brought you to his saving knowledge, please don't share it. The reason why we are sharing the testimony is because we want to let the other party see Jesus Christ, even in our story. This is my story, but within my story is Jesus Christ. At the center of my story is Jesus Christ. Had the woman not met with Jesus Christ, her life would continue. Her day would have been a very normal day as any other day. She wakes up in the morning, probably does domestic chores, and by noon, 12 p.m., she goes to the well to draw water, goes home to prepare food for the man who she is staying with, goes to and do a very normal day. So had not been for Christ Jesus, your life would have continued the way it used to be until this woman met with Jesus at the well. Until that very moment, her life would have been a perpetual linear graph. It would continue to be in a certain dimension, flowing in a certain dimension. For example, maybe x is equal to zero or y is equal to zero. Her life would have just been a straight line, horizontal or vertical in that manner. But when she encountered Jesus that day at the well, Jesus Christ distorted her graph. It is Jesus Christ who brought distortion, positive distortion into your life. It is Jesus Christ who brought a positive deviancy into your life and that is why it is necessary that when you are presenting a testimony you don't exalt yourself you have to make sure that all necessary points of the gospel are clearly and concisely presented hallelujah i read together the next thing you have to look at is that your testimony must be complete your testimony must be complete in the sense that when I'm talking about completion, when you are sharing a personal testimony, there are only three things to look out for. There are only three procedures to go through before, during, and after. Before, during, and after. Those are the three things that you have to consider. Before, during, and after. Before, during, and after. These are the three most important things that you want to consider. Are we together? So, before, during, and after. What was your life like before you met Jesus Christ? How did you encounter Jesus Christ? How has your life been after you met with Jesus Christ? And when we come into these three dimensions, you have to be very honest. Some people point their own stories and then they try to present. No, the truth of the matter is that it is not necessarily your story that is going to make somebody change. It is God who is using your story to transform a certain life. So when you are presenting a personal testimony, the emphasis is not necessarily on the story you are presenting to the person, but the power of the Holy Spirit that is tremendously available through your testimony to touch a life. The Bible says that it is God who worketh both in us to will and to do according to his good pleasure. So you may have a very nice story, you may have a very powerful story, but that story may not transform anybody's life if 
Christ Jesus doesn't use the story to change any person's life. So you don't have to blow up your testimony. You don't have to blow it. The magnitude of the testimony is not what will convict people. It is just a tool for the Holy Spirit to use to minister to people. Hallelujah. So before, during and after. Remember when this, this woman went to the city of Samaria to present her personal testimony. She mentioned that this man had told me all the things that I have done. So all the things that she had done was before. When you met with Jesus Christ, when you encountered Jesus Christ, what was your situation like? What was it like? What path were you treading upon? What were you going? When you met with Jesus Christ, how was the encounter? How did you get to realize that this was Christ speaking to you? And then after you committed your life to Jesus Christ, how has your life been? For many people, when they are talking about the before, they sound so excited. They talk about all the exploits that they did and all the pattern and all the kinds of activities that they involved in but when they get to the after which is where the testimony itself is they sound like the after rather is boring so they don't even present the gospel in a nice manner for people to get to understand that life with christ is not boring at all at the end of the day we make it look like the before is better than the after which is never true hallelujah the Bible says that if a man be in Christ is a new creation, all things have passed away and all things have become new. So the after is always a kind of newness. It is a kind of newness. So basically, if you are going to be presenting a personal testimony, three things are very important for you to notice before, during, and after. We also say that you have to present Christ, point people to Jesus Christ. Many people get so caught up in the emotions of reliving their life-changing story. But then they miss out on the real story, which is the gospel. So they are so excited about talking about themselves and how Christ came in for them and how pleasant their life has been right now, said that they even forget to present the gospel within their story. Hallelujah. So you must preach Christ. First Corinthians chapter two verse two to five. First Corinthians two to five. It says that for while I was with you, I was determined to be consumed with one topic, Jesus the crucified Messiah. I stood before you feeling inadequate, filled with reverence for God and trembling under the sense of the importance of my words. The message I preached and how I preached it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive argument, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. So this is what we are supposed to do, irrespective of what we are trying to present to people as a testimony to bring them to Christ. We must know and remember that it is not about how well you construct it. Even though it is important that you construct your testimony in such a way that you are able to present Christ at the end of the day. But you have to also remember that it is the power of God and not the persuasive argument that you present. But rather the power of God's Holy Spirit that is able to transform souls, that is able to save souls, that is able to change the minds of people and touch the hearts of people so at the end of the day your focus is not to just share a story it is not yet another storytelling time it is not yet another opportunity for you to let somebody feel the emotions that you felt when you first came to christ but it is 
an opportunity for you to present the gospel in a very consumable manner. It is like putting rat poison in a bowl of rice and presenting it to a rat. So the rat thinks that they are eating rice, but what you are actually giving to the rat is poison. Hallelujah. But thank God that our gospel is not poison. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. So we are rather presenting unto them life eternal. But we must remember that we shouldn't focus too much on the story such that we miss the opportunity to present the gospel to the people so as you are planning your testimony three things you should ask yourself or four things you should ask yourself let me make it four things you should ask yourself the first thing you should ask yourself is what was your case what was your case before that is the same as the before part of it what was your case the next question you should ask yourself is what did jesus do so assuming you are planning a testimony to share with a friend the first thing is what was your case the next thing is what did jesus do then the third question you should be asking yourself is what is your case now what is your case now as you are speaking with the person at the moment you are speaking with the person what is your case then the next and the most important aspect of it that allows you to present the gospel in itself is how does that concern me? So you are putting yourself in the shoes of the person that you are sharing the testimony with. Are you just sharing the testimony so that you feel good about yourself? Are you presenting it so that the person gets to understand how you felt in the past or the kind of things you went through? No. What you are trying to let the person see is that if God is able to come true for your case, then God is able to come true for their case. So how does it concern the person? And that is where you are able to cash in on your story to present Christ Jesus to the person. So once upon a time, let's say that you are trying to share a testimony of how God delivered you from alcoholism. And before... You were a serious drunkard. You could drink four bottles of beer and top it up with four bottles, uh, four sachet of striker gin and drink all manner of things. You met with Christ Jesus. What did Christ Jesus do? He delivered you from that bondage. And now what is your story like? When you see alcohol, you have no taste for alcohol any longer. Your life became better since you stopped drinking. You are putting on weight. You are looking more handsome. You are looking more fresh. You are able to focus on your education. You are able to drive yourself towards your goals and your purposes. This is what God did for you. How does it concern me? Thank God for your life. Thank God for the things that he's doing in your life. But how does it concern me? This is where you present Jesus to the person. Let the person know that, look, Jesus Christ is able to deliver us from every situation. Then the easiest scripture you can use is John 3.16. So you don't need any hardcore knowledge of the scriptures. Well, you go back to John 3.16. It says, God so loved the world that he sent his holy begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish. And because you believed in Jesus Christ, you did not perish. You are able to go through life. Alcoholism could have killed you, but God didn't allow you to perish because you believed in Christ Jesus. So my precious one, if you also believe in Christ Jesus with all your situations, with all your problems, your soul will be delivered god will deliver you from every orchestration of the enemy that is what you are trying to tell the person that is the essence of your story that is the essence of your story so the last thing that you have to look at which is how does it concern me you have to 
now present the essence of your testimony. The essence of your testimony. The essence of it. Hallelujah. Other than that, you go around telling people just get to know your story and there is no meaning to them in your story. Their lives are not transformed in any way. What is the essence of your testimony? How does it concern me? Hallelujah. In other words, you can also say that the last point, which is how does that concern me? How does that concern me? You can also look at it in this way. What recommendations do you want to make? What recommendations do you want to make? So it's like you buying a bar of key soap. And after using the key soap to wash, you've realized that the soap is strong, it's hard, it's lasting. It doesn't hurt your fingers. Like when you use it, there is no bleaching on your fingers and those kind of things. And you want to recommend the soap to the person. So after telling the person your story of how you bought key soap, the bar at one Ghana CD, and then you were able to use that one Ghana CD for four days or five days and all of that. The person probably is using another kind of soap, which is not lasting the person. Now you have made a new discovery. What is your recommendation? What is your recommendation? Hallelujah. So now you come and recommend Jesus Christ to the person and tell the person that, look, my brother, my sister, I think that it is about time you commit your life into the hand of Jesus. Hallelujah. So this are just basic things that you should know about sharing the gospel through a personal testimony. Where is Jesus in your story? Where is Jesus in your story? The other way we can consider the last point is first we said that what, how does this concern me? Then we said that what recommendations do you want to make? You can also ask yourself where is Jesus in this story? Where is the activity of God in the story? So by the time you are sharing the testimony, like I said, we are preaching Christ. So by the time you are finishing with your testimony in the matter of five minutes, I should be able to see at which point Christ Jesus interrupted your life, at which point he came into your life and caused things to move in a different direction. Like the woman at the well, at the point that she met Jesus Christ, it was evident and when she was presenting her testimony, her testimony was based on Jesus. She said, I met a certain man. I met a certain man. I met a certain man. This is my story. And after sharing the testimony, she, her story said, I met a certain man who told me all the things that I've done. Hallelujah. And this man is Jesus Christ. Whatever method or strategy that we are trying to use in winning the lost i want to also let you understand that using the personal testimony is one of the greatest tools that you are able to share or use in evangelism because it is one very easy to use two is very convenient to share with all manner of people and it fits for every kind of situation you are able to present a testimony in every kind of situation that a person may be in hallelujah you may not be able to remember scriptures or pull out a long list of scriptures concerning a particular topic but once you are able to share a personal testimony in that regard and let the person know that christ jesus died for you rose again for you and is ascended unto the father in heaven it is enough for you to be able to win a soul in this month and beyond, let us not forget that evangelism is the master's assignment and we must embrace it with all seriousness. And this is one of the surest ways by which we can win the lost without 
any form of struggle, without any form of panic. Hallelujah. May this be your story. It is my prayer for you tonight that God will empower you to be able to share your personal testimony in reaching out to the world. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll be taking some questions. If you have any questions in this regard.